Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Go Be Wyoming. I'm your host, Aaron Gray, and I'm joined again with uh, my co-host, Zach Gale. This will be our state news segment, so we're trying to cover everything around uh, the state of Wyoming. Um, Zach, we've got a lot to talk about, so we'll try and keep this fast moving for you listeners out there. Um, But first, let's get to a couple of our sponsors. Um, This episode is brought to you by Alpha Graphics, a locally owned and operated full-service printing, mailing, and marketing company right here in Sheridan. Give them a call at 307-674-6277 to learn how they can help your business. Um, I can tell you they, they're quick, they're efficient. Um, they can get you any, any paper products that you can think of, um, envelopes, uh, you know, letterhead stickers, you, you you name it. Um, are you looking to buy or sell a home? Um, especially are you looking in this Northeast area of Wyoming up here in Sheridan? Um, give Jess Hattervig of ERA Carroll Realty a call 307-751-6924. Zach, the real estate market up here is going nuts. Yes. Um, you need a good realtor. So give Jess Hattervig a call. Um, all right, Zach, first one to start off this kind of funny. Um, I just had a funny idea with this article. So Forrest Fenn, the author, he had that infamous, um, you know, treasure hunt of, he hid, he hid treasure, um, somewhere in the U S in a national park. I'm pretty sure. And, uh, man, it'd been out there for like, I think 20, 30 years or something like that. Um, Oh, had it been? I think so. Cause he was like a big, um, he was a big, you know, outdoors guy and traveled the country and anyways. Um, but somebody did find it. Um, a gentleman, uh, found it, I think about a year or two ago. Mm -hmm. Um, but now there's coming out reports. Um, you know, the dude had to come out and, and say like, Hey, I found it. Yeah. Um, because like when he found it, it sounded like there was instructions from Forrest of like, Hey, you gotta come, come to me, you know, and you know, prove that sure. you found it. Yeah. Cause you know, um, I don't think like all of it was in the box. You know what I mean? Like sure. it was like, like he got money and like part of this dude's estate. So, I mean, like, okay, there's some legal ramification. Right, yeah. <laughs> And what's going on is the family, because Forrest Fenn has just recently died. He died a little bit after this dude found it. Yeah. And so the family's kind of like, oh, you didn't win it. You know, like they're trying to pull like, no, 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 no. You know, like no one really found it. Like, you know, he's lying. And so this guy's like, no, I did. I met him. Like <laughs> this happened. Interesting. Um, and so my notes in here, Zach was like murder, like advent, like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like this could be a movie, you know, yeah. like um, especially about like this dude that found it, like, you know, cause you know, it, I'm just, Forrest Fenn was an older guy. Like he's almost 90 or something, but yeah. you know, he, he meets Forrest and like about a year and a half, you know, he dies and it's like the family's like, Oh, you know, it's like, uh, do you see knives out? No, I saw part of it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's kind of like, I won't ruin that movie for you, but it's like kind of like that where it's okay. like this whole, like there's an estate, you know? And like, anyway, so, um, What'd you think of that? I think it's kind of, that's really cool. You know, uh, some friends and I on the rendezvous were joking about this. Oh no, man, we need to go find this. Yep. <laughs> I was like, yeah, good luck guys. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, that'd be fun. But, <laughs> but yeah, no, that's awesome. Uh, that's really cool. Somebody found it. I think he was like 20 or 30 years old. He was a young guy. Yep. Um, and you know, there's a poem in a book that Forrest wrote, um, with the clues to it. And yep. so, uh, so that's kind of the, the, what kicked off the yep. and, search. And the reason why we're talking about it, I guess we should have said this is the dude claims he found it in Wyoming. In Wyoming. Now he's, yeah. he's like, I'm not going to tell you where, you right. know, which is like, you know, yeah, I wouldn't say where either, yeah. but, um, the gentleman has come out and Cowboy State Daily has the article. So you can find out this dude's name. Like I said, he had, he's 
he's coming out because the family of Forrest is like, no, he didn't yeah. win it. And the guy's like, okay, I got to yeah. come out and say I won it and, <laughs> and met with Forrest. And right. so anyways, just wanted to start that off. It's kind of a light, uh, lighter story. Yeah. Um, all right, we're going to try and breeze through this real quick. Okay. Um, by the time everyone's listening to this, uh, a mask mandate across the state of Wyoming has been issued by the governor. Um, he cites the biggest thing is because, well, first, a lot of his thing was I'm following the science and I'm following the science. Zach, you and I have been following this all year. He has never once said what metric he's following. Um, now he kind of is now he hasn't really come out and said which one it is, but his health director has, and we're going to talk about that, but I want to clear something up. I've seen people say like, they're, they're countering back to anybody that says, well, the death rate's only 1%. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then they use this argument of, um, you know, th they're pretty much guilting you, right? You know, cause if you're doing 1% of the U S population, it would be 2 million deaths. Yeah. And they're like, Oh, so you're okay with 2 million deaths. And it's like, okay, first off, no one's ever saying that I want death. Right. Okay. What we're saying is, um, well, first we're not even like any, if anyone is saying that it's two is, is it's 1% of the population, they're idiots. Cause it's like, yeah. no, it's not, it's 1%. It's not even, well, last week we said it's 2%, I think of the, of, of the state uh, of, yeah, the state. And then nationally it's 2% ish of yeah. people that have been tested, Yeah, you know? So it's like, it's not the whole population. So that's my first point is like anyone saying that's an idiot. Cause not the whole population of the U S has had it. Right. Okay. So they're dumb. And then you're dumb for saying, Oh, so you're okay with 2 million deaths. It's like, no, of course no one's okay with that. Um, yeah. So anyways, I just, I want to clear that up. Like, um, I don't know, just be educated in whatever you're saying Yeah. and don't get offended. If someone brings up something, you know, if, if you're like, Hey, like I've never heard that before. Yep. I haven't seen that number. I'm going to go look. Yep. That's perfectly fine. Like that's, you don't, you don't have to be right in the instance. Right. Um, I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Um, you know, Zach, you've got numbers up, so I want to get to those here in a second. Another thing, this drives me nuts. So I think on Tuesday, yeah, Tuesday, yesterday, there were 23 deaths reported. Mm -hmm. Five of them were out of the state and they were all in long-term care facilities. So I'm like, what? why are these getting counted? And then again, most of them are in long care facilities. Um, some, you know, about, I'd say half, you know, are getting hospitalized half or not. Yeah. Um, and this, this is, I want to bring that up because Zach, you're going to talk about the metric that the governor and his health director is now saying, again, this has been going on for eight months and they've never said what metric they're going to use. Yeah. Now they've come out and said, Hey, the mask mandate is happening because of hops hospitalizations. Yes. Um, talk a little bit about that. What are we seeing from the uh, Wyoming Department of Health? Yep. So this is straight from their website. Um, and this is what we use. I think is our first give no ground with these were the same numbers we used. Mm -hmm. uh, same website. Um, okay. So this is just uh, total reported hospitalized COVID-19 patients over time. Okay. So as of... December 8th, that's yesterday. yesterday, there were 203 hospitalized patients in Wyoming. Okay. So that spike that we saw um, was November 9th, right? Yep. Okay. Let me find November 9th. This is going to surprise you. So November, November 9th, 
mm-hmm. was when we had the most infected. So, okay, I guess it kind of fits. November 9th, there were 172 hospitalizations. Okay. So over time, we've seen that go up. The spike happened December 1st, November 30th, 247 hospitalizations. Okay. It has continued to go down pretty steadily. Uh-huh. It hasn't come close to that since. Yeah. Um. So that, there's total hospitalizations. Yep. Okay. <laughs> this is kind of confusing some of the <laughs> the lines and stuff. Okay, so now we'll just look at um, hospitals that are uh, overwhelmed. Maybe. Yep. Okay. So you said you wanted to be surprised about the number of Cheyenne hospitalized. Yep. Forty eight. Okay. The number of adult beds that they have open. Mm-hmm. Thirteen. Okay. Uh, is that right? And these are and these are these are ICU beds, correct? ICU beds. Okay. And actually, this is even more interesting. Okay, so Cheyenne. Okay, Cheyenne Regional. Okay. That so forty eight. Right, with eleven uh, open. Yep, and so then they have thirteen open. So. Uh huh. Total ICU twenty five. They have thirteen open, but how do they have forty forty eight? Hospitalized. hospitalized COVID patients. So unless they're moving them into different ICU yep. areas. Yeah. Um, ventilators. Mm-hmm. Cheyenne regional has 52 ventilators open. Okay. Um, and 63 total. Okay. So what is that? So uh, 11. No, yeah. that's yeah. Yeah. 11, 11 being used. Okay. Yep. So again, the numbers don't seem like they're that. Drastic. Yeah. Right? Yep. I mean, there's some weird confusion here between 48 patients, but then they only have 25 total ICU beds. Right. So, um, let's look at Sheridan. Sheridan Memorial Hospital has, like we said, 11 total ICU beds. Mm-hmm. Five are open, so six are currently being used. Okay. Um, now, again, that could be, it doesn't specify if that's COVID using those. ICU beds. Like you would assume they are because. Well, it's a global pandemic. So right. you, you would, <laughs> so if we're is. tracking. <laughs> it is. The shared so yeah. is six COVID patients at Sheridan okay. Memorial Hospital. Sorry, that's not a joke. I'm just. No. We, we, we say that a lot with government stuff. Like I'm going to assume that's right, but. Yeah. You never know. But yeah. Okay. So um, six, so six here in Sheridan at the right. Sheridan Memorial. Okay. Um, and so it, it does show a curve going up. Sure. Of hospitalizations. Mm-hmm. But. Let's take into account that, like I said before, with the spike that we saw, right? That spike, the largest part of this curve happened November 9th. Yep. And so we've seen the ramifications of that. Hospitalizations have gone up. Mm -hmm. Now we have seen since November 9th, it has gone down. What do we expect this graph to do? This graph is going to start going down pretty quickly. Yep. Um, So if we're going off hospitalizations, hospitalizations are... They could be two weeks yep. uh, after you uh, test, yep. right? Or after you have to quarantine. Yeah. So if you're going off of that standard, you're two weeks behind. Yep. Yeah. Well, and that's in the, you know, this, this, I think our first give no ground was kind of like, what are you basing off? Yeah. Like, you know, and, and uh, um, I think it's no secret that, you know, there is a two week, you know, this is why we've been quarantined for the whole year is for two weeks, you know, as there's a, there's this quote unquote incubation period, mm-hmm. um, you know, and it, yeah, it's just a little weird to me. Um, you know, uh, 
yeah, this is odd. Um, and I mean, we'll just keep, here's, here's one thing I've been asking people is, um, the, again, the demographic has not changed. If, if you're over the age of 65, have pre-existing conditions, um, you're especially respiratory. Yeah, yeah. You like, seriously, like if you, if you're in that demographic, you should be worried and you should be concerned. If you have a family member that's in that demographic, you should be very cautious. Like we've never said anything outside of that. My big question to the governor and the health director is, so we saw that spike in November. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and this, the cases are going down. Like, I mean, it is dropped. They like are we are not drastic. even, we are not even close to that anymore. Um, yeah. And yes, hospitalizations are going up now. I don't think it's going up like the numbers were, you know, um, you know, cause I think if we, you said it was like 170 something in November 9th and now we're at like 200 Two. So as of yesterday or today, yeah, 200, like in three, 203 or something like that. Yeah. So, so I mean, yeah. so in four weeks it's gone up 30, you know, 30, mm-hmm. you know, now that's a lot of people that, you know, hopefully recover. Um, but you know, I'm just in the grand scheme of things. It's like, I don't, you know, until we're seeing like, again, like shared a memorial, we've, we've talked to nurses that are like, look, yes, we only have 11 ICU beds, but we are ready to take now. And yes, they'll run out of ventilators and yes, yeah, you know, I, I understand it's a whole, you know, staff and everything, but they can, they can fit 80 people in there. Mm-hmm. Okay. I imagine the Cheyenne hospitals can fit about a hundred people as well. Yeah. So this whole of like, we're getting overrun again, it's, it's the staff. Like we just don't have staff. Okay. Um, that's my thing is like, what now, or where was I going with that? Um, okay. So the demographic that's getting it and it's getting hospitalized. Okay. You're telling the mint to close down at 10 now, right? How many 65 year olds that have respiratory issues have been going, sitting in the mint on a Tuesday night at 10 in the morning, you know, 10 at night. Right. Probably not a lot. Yeah. So why are, why? And then here's my thing too. He released, they released today that they're going to try and get more programs out of the, the cares act for the businesses. I'm like, you probably should have done that when you were talking with your health director about this mass mandate. Yeah. Like, again, it's like, you're not really thinking this, like, like you said, you're two weeks behind first off. Um, you never told us the number you're using. Now you're like retroactively like going to try to try and appease the small business owners. Uh, and the thing with the cares act, December 31st, that is done. Yep. If you don't use that. So you've got what, two weeks, three weeks now Yeah. before that time, <laughs> that money goes back. Yeah. Hey, you know, and it's not like Christmas is coming up for these small business owners, right. you know, that have been struggling all year. And now it's like, Hey, try and apply for another thing. Mm-hmm. It's like, dude, yeah. you're not thinking this through. Yeah. Um, so anyways, I think we should move on from that. I, I think one, my big thing is I think we're going to keep an eye on the hospitalizations, you know, let's see if it keeps spiking. Um, but like you said, the last couple of days, it's already going down. Like yeah. we've hit the spike and then now it's, you know, right. steadily going to go down. Yeah. Um, yeah. And like I said, if we've seen what we've seen, cases go up, hospitalizations follow. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now that can be applied in the opposite cases go down. Hospitalizations are going to follow. Yep. There we go. Yep. You know, let's, it doesn't take a genius yeah. <laughs> to do that. We just pulled it up and looked at it. These are their own numbers. Yep. You know, uh, uh, anyway. Well, and it's, 
what's frustrating to me is like the governor's got enough on his plate. Like I understand, like he's got, he's got a lot of things he's got to consider for the cares act. Um, my big thing is the, the, her, his health director, yeah. she has not yet said any, and I, I looked at her statement. She didn't even say hospitalizations. He's the one. And I'm like, you're the freaking health director. Like you're the one that should be telling me what's the numbers. What are we looking for? And she doesn't have an answer. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, you know what? Um, yeah. Anyways, um, I do, I do want to add on the last thing, just thinking if we, if the mask, you know, the masks are going to go to January, beginning of January. Yep. Maybe he is trying to catch, catch that. Maybe, you know, he sees the spike, the curve going down. It's like, let's keep it going down. So maybe keep wearing the masks until we see that that curve gets to where we want to go. But But at the same time, it's like you said, we need that number. (laughs) When does that happen? Are you just going to whip out a mask mandate when we get behind the eight ball every time? Well, and we've seen, we've seen it, 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 you know, we might, we might've passed the peak and we're, yeah, we're going to flatten it. Mm -hmm. But um, my, my big thing is I hate like the radio said something about like, um, what was it? Or was it the paper? I can't remember, but it was like something like, you know, the deaths are at a record. And I'm like, yeah. Cause we keep yeah. adding to them. I'm like, are you idiots? Yeah. Like we can't, can't take away the death count. Like I think deaths it was in of the, all time. <laughs> yeah. Like seriously, I think that was in the paper yeah. and I was like, Duh. yeah, cause we're going to keep adding like even without COVID. Yeah. So more people would die tomorrow than there were today. You know, he, again, like, Christy Nome, if you're listening, get on the show. Cause it's like, she stood her ground and like, look, like she knows basic math. Like mm-hmm. there's always going to be one more, like it's going to yeah. like, <laughs> right. We can't beat it. Yes. Like it's not, uh, anyways. Um, and actually talking about beating it, um, <laughs> Wyoming, it is confirmed. This was from the governor, like on Monday, um, before the mass mandates, which was interesting. Um, which you could be onto something. Maybe he's thinking we're only going to get 5,000 right off the bat. Maybe I got to do something in case we see a spike. Yeah. Um, so Wyoming's only going to get 5,000 vaccines. Um, governor did say they're talking with the white house. You know, they might get 15,000 like in the beginning of January. So it'd be 20 altogether. Okay. Um, you know, um, I saw a statement from Barrasso. I agree with him that I think healthcare workers and the de- the demographic that's getting hit the hardest. Yep. Definitely. Those are the ones that should get it first. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that, I'm thinking maybe school, you know, um, yeah. I had a thought of, you know, state workers, but I'm like, actually really, I would do teachers first, you know, teachers in school, um, and then go from there. Uh, what do you, I have in here students that's pushing the realm of freedoms there, you know, telling, telling parents, you might not get it, but your kids get to get it and your kid right. has to get it. Right. Um, what are your, what are your thoughts? I think, I think Barrasso spot on, I think healthcare workers first. And then, you know, if we have any left, you know, that demographic that's, that's been, uh, perceptible to it. No, for sure. Yeah. Get the, the people who are working in that field every day, get the people who are susceptible. So the, you know, 65 and up and then the pre-existing conditions, um, you know, it, when it comes to like schools and, and kids, it's weird because, yep. you know, there are, there are already vaccinations. They're not required, which there are some that are required, right? Um, oh, I should know this. It's a, uh, oh, frick. Um, it's like your basic tetanus and then, yep, tetanus. Uh, 
Um, they recommend flu, but you don't have, well, shoot. Oh, flu, flu might be. Okay. So this could be a rolled into the flu. flu. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> You've already got that, uh, uh, division of anti-vaxxer moms and parents. Well, I don't know. They've gone silent and I'm like, know, where the weird. hell did y'all go? Yeah. Like, yeah, it's, it's almost like it's flip flopped a little bit. Exactly. I don't know. It's, it's oh, weird. you're telling me the media has flip flopped their story. <laughs> yeah. oh, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, anyways, it's, yeah. um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how he divvies that out. Yeah. Um, I think he should just take the recommendation from the former doctor and our Senator Barrasso and do healthcare workers first and then exactly. the vulnerable. Um, but just to continue on this thread of COVID, man, it's just, we can't ever get away from it, man. It's just stupid. Um, so Jackson, oh, poor Teton County. Um, uh, so they have like a public transportation called the start bus okay. that helps ferry people to the ski areas and stuff. Oh, sure. Um, so, uh, the Jackson police have said, I don't know if this is like for the month or just recently, but they've had three confrontations where they've had calls of people calling in other people regarding, you know, not wearing masks on the public transportation. Um, and this is maybe where maybe this is, you know, cause this was reported like Friday or something, but, yeah. um, like I said, in our, uh, local news, I heard somebody say maybe Jackson, the sheriff is like, I ain't touching this. And maybe this is the reason why. Cause it's like, this is a waste of our time. Like yeah. real, like, why are we doing this? Like mm -hmm. that's, you know, um, yeah. Uh, what was my biggest thing that was super interesting is the proposal from the public transportation department, I guess of Jackson yeah. was like, if we wanted to like, and I don't know what this means, like more drivers or like more routes, but like, it was like increase their budget 300 grand. So they have like more space on the buses you know, to like space people out. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. So just throw money at the problem, right, yeah. I guess. Um, <laughs> I just, I don't like <laughs> oh, well, we're going to talk about it in, in our give no ground. It's just this culture of spending. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. Jeez. So anyway, that was, I don't know. It's kind of, you just can't get away from it, but yeah. Um, I'm glad I don't live there where someone's not calling me in, you know, like, right. Um, cause Cause I'll say this candidly, you know, I went into a restaurant today to do a pickup order and I forgot my mask and I was like, damn it. Um, and I told the lady, I was like, I'm sorry, I forgot my mask, but, um, she kind of just looked at me like, I don't care. I'm like, right. <laughs> I'm like, I'm just saying, you know, yeah. if someone yells at you or something, you right. know, it's like, I'm yeah. sorry, I forgot it. Um, <laughs> um, this is interesting cause we've talked about this in our energy stuff. Mm -hmm. So the Warren base down there in Cheyenne, the air yeah. force base, um, and if you're not aware, so we have a big Air Force base in Cheyenne, um, and there are some missiles there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> if you've been under a rock. Um, <laughs> and this is why we've talked about uranium and nuclear power. Um, the uh, Department of Defense is going to start replacing a lot of Cold War era nuclear missiles, nuclear warheads. Um, I didn't know there was this many of them there in Cheyenne, um, but about 450 missiles are going to get replaced. Yeah. Um, that they're telling us about. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's cause I'm like, man, that's a lot. Yeah. So, uh, I didn't know how much this would cost the $90 billion to replace these missiles. Yeah. Holy frick. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. Um, you know, uh, we've said it on the energy, like this is a, this is a, uh, national security problem. Like mm-hmm. I think people that don't realize like why we need to mine our own uranium, yes. why we need to have nuclear power, why we should not be sending products to be made in China that are using our nuclear stuff. Yep. Um, yeah. $90 yeah. billion dollars to replace those. You know, hopefully this, uh, gets going before the Biden administration yeah. takes over. Well, and it sounds like, it sounds like it is. It sounds like it's okay. a done deal okay. that the department of defense has the money Good. and it's happening. Good. Um, yeah. yeah. Now like it's probably like, are we actually going to make new ones or are we just like decommissioning them? I guess is probably the right. question. Um, right. One big thing I thought was super cool is that this would bring more people, you know, some more jobs and some more money down into Cheyenne, yeah. um, you know, cause obviously more people are probably gonna have to come down there and yeah. you know, oversee that and stuff like that. Um, so anyway, it's kind of cool, kind of interesting. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, if people were not aware yeah. <laughs> that Wyoming has a lot of, uh, uh, um, nuclear warheads, I guess. Um, so some tourism news, um, the state tourism office, um, you know, they're trying to really push you know, winter tourism, mm. which I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm like, I'm surprised this hasn't been an idea for you guys anyways. Yeah. Um, you know, cause Jackson's, you know, the Tetons are, are gorgeous. You know, the bighorns are gorgeous. Um, you know, you can see snowboard, yeah. um, cross country ski, snowmobiling is getting huge. Um, you know, um, my big question to counterpoint this is, and you brought it up about like Cheyenne. Okay, cool. Fine. And dandy. Like yeah. you're, you know, this is where like the governor is like trying to, you know, tell the small business owners, like I'm fighting for you, you know, we're trying to bring tourism here. <laughs> but then it's like, yeah, but then that means out of staters are coming like, mm-hmm. and possibly bringing COVID that you're making us wear this mask mandate. Yeah. Have you thought about that or, right. you know, so, um, <laughs> yeah, not that I'm too concerned about it. I'm just like, you know, like there's this double-edged circle, like double-edged sword here that yeah. you're, you know, spinning. Um, right. Right. What's your thought on that? No, I think that's awesome. You know, Sheridan has done, the, uh, I don't know if they're going to do it this winter, but the last two winters, they did the, the yeah. winter rodeo. Yep. Um, and it's at the ski joring or whatever yeah. down, down the main street. But yep. um, that's been pretty fun. I haven't been able to witness that, but it, yeah. it looks really cool. Yeah. And I've actually, sadly, I've missed it too, you know, but I've heard it's been a fun time. And yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, big problem is snow. Right. You got to have the snow to do it here in, in yeah. town. And then obviously COVID, you know, it's yeah. whatever. Um, I think we should do it and just say screw them, but whatever. Um, <laughs> and last thing, this is actually kind of fascinating. I kind of want to hear your, your opinion here. So there's a good article here from Cheyenne. So it must've been, so this article is in response to a rumor that uh, the Cheyenne police department was like harassing and, and, um, pretty much like police brutality to homeless people. Hmm. Um, and the police chief came out and said, no, that's incorrect. You know, we, we go where we're called, which was a great answer of like, you know, if, if they're not causing any trouble, we're not going to be there. He's like, if we get a call and we're out there and then, you know, um, they broke in some sort of law, then yes, we're, you know, going to arrest them and put them in jail. Sure. Um, and then he did mention that they, there's a nonprofit there that has a shelter. And, you know, if, if, you know, they try and send the homeless people there. Um, my big thing is, um, 
one, the city of Cheyenne spends about $2,000 or sorry, not 2000, $20,000 a year just on the cleanup of, of homelessness in these areas. That's quite a bit of money. That's a lot. Um, and then, you know, Tom Kelly has mentioned this in regards to why they left Colorado is all of a sudden when that recreational marijuana got passed and now this isn't like probably all of Colorado, but just in where he was, you know, the homelessness got really bad. Right. Um, and there was an article I read from Pueblo, same thing. Pueblo was kind of a small manufacturing town south of Denver. Yeah. And then now they've got a lot of big uh, weed farms, but the homelessness is huge. Yeah, sure. And the city's kind of like, we're not sure what to do with them. Mm-hmm. Um, what's kind of your thoughts on that? You know, I, I don't think, you know, Cheyenne's probably going to be the first one to see it. Right. Um, what are your thoughts? I mean, homelessness is a big issue. It is big. Nationally. I mean, right. but. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, 20,000 is a lot. I mean, I want to know more about what that cleanup entails. Is it just like. Yep you know, picking up trash and stuff like that in those kind of areas where they mm-hmm. typically camp out or what. But, um, yeah, I think, you know, that's always the thing I, I think about when we talk about recreational marijuana mm-hmm. is the homelessness and, and the, uh, you know, those kind of side effects that we don't really have an answer for how they're related to that, yeah. you know? Um, and Tom is, is a great resource to talk to about that. Yeah. Um, uh, especially and, when it came to like squatting and, and like taxpayer funded, like squatting for, for these homeless uh, yeah. people. So, yeah. and, and, you know, not like the, like this would be years away from, from seeing it here, but you know, California, you hear those horror stories of, yeah. they just take over like apartment buildings, mm-hmm. you know, cause the police aren't doing anything about right. them. And then you hear they assault people and then it's just like, nothing gets done. And it's yeah. just like, well, we got to do something like, right. Yeah. Um, yeah. you know, but, um, homelessness is hard, I think. Cause it's just like, you, you know, like the police officer said in that article is, you know, we're not going to do anything unless they're actually doing something wrong, yeah. you know, illegal. Um, but I think there comes a point where, like you said, the squatting, like, you know, at some point a city, you know, the city or the County has to say like, you cannot, yeah. you can't stay here, you know? Right. And, um, Obviously, that's probably not the case for Cheyenne, um, where these guys are staying under that under underpass. Yeah. But uh, that's kind of again, that's a question you need to be asking your city councilors, your mayor, your police chief, your county commissioners. Like, hey, if this starts happening, like, are we going to enforce that, or like, what are we, you know? Um, yeah, and not, yeah. and I'm not saying like throw them in, like put them like years in prison. You know what I mean? Like that's ridiculous. But, um, you know, maybe there's a solution of like Cheyenne has a shelter, you know, can we, can we take them to the shelter, you know, or, um, you know, something like that. But um, anyways, it's just, uh, I thought it was fascinating because yeah, because there, you know, we've talked about it, you know, I, I think at some point, you know, Wyoming does have to take a hard look at, do we recreate decriminalize marijuana, yeah. you know, cause all the States around us have mm-hmm. and, and yeah, almost every state that's done it has seen an increase in homelessness, yep. you know? Yep. So anyways, um, yeah, that's our state news act. Do you, um, have anything else to add? Do you think? Uh, no, I want to just throw on to that story about the homelessness. Um, the, uh, the sheriff or not the sheriff, the chief yep. talked about, he kind of heads up, uh, 
not a task force, but a kind of nonprofit group yep. to help with homelessness yeah. and stuff too. So, um, you know, there's a lot of community ways that that can happen, nonprofits yep. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, especially when we're going into this budget deficit, the city and the state isn't going to be able to pay for, you know, state funded shelters yep. and stuff like that. So, and, and like you said, it's, it, it is a cooperation. Like, like I said, it's, there, it could be a solution of the police go there, right. To kind of enforce like, Hey, you know, yep. here in this County, you can't hang out here, but I can take you to this shelter, you know, and, and help that transition. So, um, yeah, anyways, that's a good point. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's our state news for this week. Um, again, we talked a lot of COVID. We, we try not to, but it's something we got to talk about, but, um, just stay informed, you know, go, go get the facts yourself, um, and just stay up to date with stuff. Uh, but that's our state news. Again, that episode is brought to you by Alpha Graphics of Sheridan. They are a locally owned and operated full-service printing, mailing, and marketing company. Uh, Give them a call at 307-674-6277. Ask them how they can help your business. Um, If you're looking to buy or sell a home uh, here in Sheridan, especially northeastern Wyoming, give Jess Hattervig of ERA Carroll Realty a call, 307-751-6924. Again, the real estate market up here in this northeastern part, well, all of Wyoming, um, you need a good realtor, so give Jess a call. Thanks for listening.